Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024, and I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May, doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill, so I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May, at the Chippendale Hotel, and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast exploring primates in popular culture from Chimpanzee all the way down to Chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and joining me, as always, is my very trusty second banana, Evan Munro-Smith of the Gimmity Game Show. Hey. Are you still off script for that intro? Yeah. Oh, you (laughs) thought that was pretty tight, did you? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I uh, I had a hunch. Yeah. I'm still off script. I've thrown the script away. How is uh, the gaming world going? Oh, you know, Any it's all right. exciting games coming out in lockdown? Uh, no, a lot of it has been a lot of it has been postponed. There's a lot of news recently about the new Xbox and the. Um, hopefully, this week we'll get some uh, some more news about the PS5, PlayStation yep. Five. It's all pretty exciting. It's a whole new generation. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, you'd kind of expect it to be prime time to be selling video games when a lot of people aren't allowed to leave the house, or at least you know. Less people are leaving the house. Yeah, the well, world. I think a lot of the more people are playing them and people are streaming them on Twitch and stuff. Like, I think it's more popular than ever. But, um, but obviously, no one saw this coming, so no one, right, you know, you don't, of no one planned to be releasing games. Games, a lot of games take at the moment. years to set up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are games that are you know coming out, and and more games uh, as exciting games, you know, as expected to be released before Christmas and stuff, but. Um, yeah, it's a weird time and a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of development has been slowed down. A lot of, a lot of stuff is getting delayed. Um, but apparently the new consoles haven't been delayed. They're still all on track. So, that'll be burning a hole in a lot of gamers' pockets. Yeah, no, nice. Christmas okay. Time. And any sort of ape games or monkey games? <laughs> I should have a closer look. I really should. Um, I'm sure there'll be something we could shoehorn in. Yeah. But if people want to hear you talk more about games, they can go to gamygame.com. Yep. Or the Twitch link in the bio here, um, watch you, like, playing games or something. And, yeah. And, I mean, a few years ago, you'd be like, who the fuck would want to do that? But that's just what, <laughs> that's the world now. People watching yeah, people, people are weird. play games. People yep. are weird. 
<laughs> but that's not really what we're here to talk about. We're talking about the Umbrella Academy on this season, in particular season one of the Umbrella Academy, and we're up to episode seven, The Day That Was. Last week, we talked about The Day That Wasn't. Now we're talking about The Day That Was. Yeah, Which, and this is uh, a lot happens, just like last episode, a lot happens in this episode. And I wonder if they, they thought, look, uh, a few people might have be pissed off after last week when we did a whole episode and then in the end <laughs> said none of that happened. This week, let's just assure everyone that these <laughs> things will stick when yeah. we name it the day that was. <laughs> these things happen. That's smart marketing. So, this originally <laughs> aired on Netflix on February 15th, 2019. And the synopsis of Netflix One is... day after Valentine's Day. Oh, is it Coincidence? True? Oh, I wonder. Everyone's coming down from their big <laughs> Valentine's Day hangovers, and they, they need a little something to kick them along. Sure. And, uh, Valentine's Day is a fun... I don't know why it is, but it just doesn't stick in my head, the date. I would have guessed Feb <laughs> or April. So yeah, I right. knew it was like somewhere around there. It doesn't feel like a summer day, though. I would have guessed um, it would be an autumn day. No, no, it's summer day for us. Yeah, right. There you go. Um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, like I remember Christmas 25th of December. I know that one pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I know that one there. Uh, there's probably not that many that stick in my head now that I think about it. The 11th <laughs> of the 11th is Remembrance Day. I remember that. Remember, oh, yeah. remember yep. the 11th of November. That's not the saying, but it works all the same. Is that not what the saying is? I think it's a different saying. I can't remember. Oh, maybe. But I think the problem with that saying is a lot of different months rhyme with remember. Yeah. As you were saying that, I was thinking September for some reason. Yeah. And then you've also... Well, that might be what the real one is. But also, every day in November rhymes with that. Remember, remember the 1st of November. Remember, remember (laughs) the 2nd of November. Yeah, it doesn't help, does it? It doesn't really help. So, I think someone should write a letter to whoever came up with that. Get that (laughs) sorted out. Uh, So, the synopsis for this episode, episode seven, season one of the Umbrella Academy is, with a second chance at the day, the siblings team up to find the mysterious Harold Jenkins. Leonard takes Vanya into the woods to test her powers. They really make the synopsis seem like- Is that it? Yeah, that's all they've got down there. Two sentences. (laughs) Harold Jenkins, I mean- Finding that mystery man is kind of the key to it all. That was one of the big uh, reveals in the, at the end of last week's episode. Yep. They have to kill Harold Jenkins because the committee or whatever, the, the commission, the commish, yep. they want yeah, to Yeah, they, they, they call it the temp him. commission in this episode. Right. Um, which oh. I, I'm not sure if I've seen that before. They just said commission before, but the temp commission, which I guess is short for temporal commission. Oh, uh, not temporary time. commission. Yeah, I'm guessing, well, I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing it's temporal. That's um, funny. That's a bit of a play, right? So, people going, oh, I'm just doing a temp just job a temp. at a big bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah that's fun. fun. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, shall we go through the episode? It starts off with a uh, a big, like a really, it's like a, a short film about yeah. this boy. He's born on the same day as the rest of the Umbrella Academy. So, the episode starts in a vaguely similar way to the... How episode one began. So on the yeah, has a narrator. Did did the show start with a narrator? I believe it did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I it just I haven't gone back and checked that, but it, it felt very familiar, very similar yeah. to the first one. On the seventh hour of October the first, nineteen eighty nine, Harold Jenkins is born. 
Despite being born on the same day as the extraordinary births of 43 other babies, Harold is completely normal, as a result of a normal birth. Unfortunately, his mother dies in childbirth, which we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold's childhood is not a happy one. His father constantly beats him and asks him to get beers. That seems to be all he does. <laughs> yeah. Get me a beer. And yeah, then he hits the him. highlights. Yeah. Oh, it's a real sad story. So th- this is our, I guess this is the, the origin story of the villain. Yeah, and all through this, he's um, it's uh, shown that he's a, a big fan of the Umbrella Academy. So he's got the, I don't know, he's got the comics, he's got the action figures. He makes a little mask of himself um, for himself and stuff. So he he's, escapes he into that world. Yeah, one time yeah. he gets distracted from getting his dad a beer by reading a, one of their comics. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's uh, yeah, interesting, and he he really relates to them because he's born on the same day. And yeah, then he goes this- to see them at at the academy or at some public event of some. Yeah, sort. it's at the academy, I think, because uh, Hargrave says, "Get off my property." Right. Um, yeah, he goes up to Sir Reggie. He sort of cuts cuts uh, out of the Who crowd. Is not wearing a hat or anything. Very uneccentric looking. Uh, yeah, very normal looking. Like an old dude, um, and uh, yeah, he's he's he'd say, what does he say? He says, "I I I think I'm one of yours." Or like, I, I he was born I was born on the same day. You know, I think I'm like them or something. Yeah, I think I'm like them. I've got to be. I just haven't figured out what my superpower is yet. Can you it's help me? Kind of me? desperate for for that acceptance or validation yeah, or something. And Reggie, you really of course, want Hargraves <laughs> to say something like, "Hey." I mean, where this is everybody's a special thing. on the inside. We're and- all special. Uh, where, yeah, we unfortunately we don't have any room for any new recruits right now. Thanks so much for your work. Hopefully, you can find a different path. He sort of says that, but he says it in a way more brutal way, and the crowd laughs at this boy. Yeah, it's it is very brutal. Um, yeah, it's full on, and that and that moment, it just feels like a classic sort of a villain is born sort yeah. of a thing, where it's like that's that cuts deep. Um, and yeah, uh, rejected and- by his hero. Something that I ne- I didn't notice the first time around, but you helped me figure this out. In the last episode, we see uh, Vanya's boyfriend take the Hargraves doll, right? Yep. And then this week, we see young Harold Jenkins with a spot for a Hargraves doll. He's collected empty. every other doll, every yeah. other action figure or whatever, except for Reggie. And so straight away, I'm like, oh my God, this is, it's Leonard. It's Leonard. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, they, they pretty much give it away there. And then it's, uh, you know, hammered home soon after when they. <laughs> hammered home. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he kills his dad with a hammer. So <laughs> that was accidental. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then, that was pretty and, brutal. And then he goes to jail for 12 years. I reckon yep. he needed a better lawyer. He feels like. Yeah, he was clearly like he, he abused. Was, yeah, he was abused child. He was just being hit that night. Like he, anyway. I'm not a lawyer. I don't understand the uh, Umbrella Academy's laws, but yeah, because he's a minor, he would have been charged. How how old would he have been? Do we do we get an indication of how of how old I'm he would sure. have been? He looked been? like he was a teenager at the time, like young teenager, maybe. Didn't he look yeah. like twelve, thirteen, or something? Yeah. I think so, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Still, you know, pretty young, but yeah, jail for 12 years, maybe went to juvie or something. 
Um, and uh, and then we we kind of jump uh, jump ahead to more or less the present day, five days ago, where um, we see him. He sees Klaus dumping that stuff in the dumpster, which I think happened in episode one, where it's uh, Klaus um, takes the box from Sir Reggie's office and it has a notebook and I, I guess some other little bits in it. And um, Klaus is only interested in selling the the ornate box that it's in, so he just chucks this stump, the stuff in a dumpster, and we see that. Uh, this Harold Jenkins or, or Leonard, as we've known him so far, um, he, he saw him do that and he, he fished the stuff out of the dumpster. That's how he has, uh, as we saw in the last episode, the um, the notebook. Yes. Um, we've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. Seen little glimpses that he's got it once in the attic and then once in the day that never was. Uh, he was 13, <laughs> apparently, when he was rejected from the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, right. So, 12 years after that would make him 25, 25. when he got out. Yeah. Uh, and then when is this all set? Is this set in 2019 when it was released? I think or, so, More yes. or less? Yeah, right. Yeah. And and he was born in 1989, which meant he would have been, what, 30? 30. So, this is five yeah. years after he got out. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, lucky we got through that. Um, <laughs> so, then we kind of jump back to the present day, which is kind of where the last episode ended, right? Yes. Is this where we're sort of catching up? So, so uh, five- has just appeared in this, uh, the family meeting, which was actually happening at the start of last week's episode. Um, start and end, and then and the start end. of this one. Because <laughs> this is basically reliving that day again, but now yeah. with a couple of key things changed. Mainly that Five has come back to that first meeting, and it's, this episode is showing what would stay the same and what would change if um, that detail was was changed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so five has appeared, uh, Leonard is, uh, at, at this time, Leonard is in the room or should we just call him, should we call him by his name, Harold Jenkins? Sure. Um, we'll just use those interchangeably because I've written both here. Um, so Leonard is, he, we see him taking the original doll again. Um, yep. and, uh, and then we also see that, um, that uh, just shortly after that, he's walking down the street with Vanya and we see that scene again where, uh, Vanya is, venting of, of her feelings after being frustrated with her family and um, she her powers inadvertently cause the uh, the street lamps and cars and stuff behind her to move and bend. So, that plays um, out exactly the same. Yep, that's all the same. Um, Even though he has now heard that they know his name or they know his real name. Oh, that's... That, that changed because he overheard that conversation yeah, right. with Fife coming in and saying, we're after this guy... What's his, I can't remember the real, whatever his Harold real name Jenkins. is. Harold Jenkins. Harold Jenkins. Yeah. We're after Harold Jenkins. So, he would have heard that. I mean, they don't know Harold Jenkins is Leonard yet. Yeah, they don't he know must, that's him. He must be like, oh, it's only a matter of time now. <laughs> They're onto me. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. That didn't uh, click for me. But yeah, he would have heard that. Um, also, so, uh, Five, um, he, he explains the whole Harold Jenkins thing to the group. Um, everyone's there except Vanya, I think, at this stage. Um, and uh, the other thing that hasn't changed is Luther- uh, has decided to stay back to look over the the moon files. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the stuff that he sent back from the moon. He's like, this has got to be, you know, there's got to be some significance to this. Why did Dad, you know, have me send him all this info? It's and of it. course, we know. Uh, it, it, yeah, when yeah. he he finds out soon after that he's just been, he wasn't even reading the mail at all. He wasn't checking the data. But it was interesting that Luther stuck with that, even though it's it felt like. That was all he had to go on last time because the rest of his family left. 
this yep. time around, all his family's still there and they've got other strong leads and he's still like, no, I think it's something to do with this moon thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it makes um, sense. It does make some sense. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, um, you know, the other girls have kind of got, got the other stuff sorted. So, um, Diego, um, and Allison go off to find, what do they do? Uh, they're going to find the file on Harold. Yeah. Jenkins. So Diego, I'm jumping ahead slightly, but yeah, Diego goes to the police station, um, to try and get, um, get a file to get more information on him. Um, I had a note here that we do see um, Hazel and Cha-Cha getting those memos at the start of this episode to kill each other. Oh, sorry, to abort the mission to kill five and then um, to terminate each other. Yes, and that was interesting, right? I think that that kind of showed once and for all that they those capsules will just show up wherever. Yeah, because Hazel gets one at a vending machine. Yeah, I feel, it just <laughs> feels like they're just... There's some magic there that makes the capsules yes. and the capsule system land wherever they need to. Some time and space wizardry. But this was really cool. I like what they did with Hazel and Cha-Cha in this episode where we kind of saw um, where last episode we were kind of seeing things from Cha-Cha's perspective. This week we were seeing things more from Hazel's perspective. Yeah, so, we see great. Hazel get the memo to terminate Cha-Cha, whereas last week we saw uh, vice versa. And, of course, um, their storyline wasn't affected at all because- they never interacted with the change detail, did they? Yeah. Um, but the, that's what I found a bit confusing is that they were reacting to what Five sent back during the last episode, those capsules. Yeah. But, and then no one from the commission did anything to overrule those or anything in the meantime. You'd think messages would have been sent back to them beforehand or, I don't know, it just... It's one of those little glitch things that I, I'm like, whatever. But it does like feel a, well, like it doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, it's a weird kind of time travel thing, right? Because though I guess in in both of these, the them those memos being sent back has already happened in both cases, right? Like five. Oh man, it's like a, it's a weird loop thing. Yeah, where I in the first episode. It's not immediately clear when those were sent. <laughs> he sent doesn't he send them during the whole thing at the end of last of the last yeah, episode? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, so it's confusing. We're seeing them receive them before we see him sending them. Yeah. But and, but you yeah, can I, like I, from there you'd imagine that they can send them to anywhere in time, obviously. Yeah. So um yeah, I don't know. It's a bit confusing, but I think it's just one of those things with a time travel show like this that you just have to go. You just oh, got to accept I, it. I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they've thought about it more than we have. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so Diego goes to the police station. He uh, uh, talks to his mate, saying, um, "Hey, I need this file on the down low." Um, but then his mate says that uh, actually, they're uh, you're you're a suspect for all. Yeah, the key Eudora- suspect. Yeah, and Which was obvious. Murder. He was just touching everything when <laughs> his ex-partner died. He's grabbing yeah. her, hugging her. It was I'm a very like, emotional moment. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I'm in my mind, I'm like, well, this is real bad work from him. Like, yeah. Obviously, you'll let- And then I'm like, I guess it's just one of those shows where the emotional moment was more important than keeping it sort of the police work factual. 
like that well, they wouldn't find DNA and stuff, but no, right. they did find it, and he is <laughs> now um, in the gun. Uh, yeah. Um, however, um, he still gets he he sort of guilts his mate uh, into getting in the final anyway. And his mate um, does say they they think you did it, but I know you could never do something like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's where they they open the file and they look and they're like, ah, it's Leonard. Yes. We know that guy. Harold Jenkins is actually Leonard. Um, Allison tries to call, just before that, tries to call Vanya um, to extend an olive branch because they obviously didn't leave things uh, on good terms there. But she seems to have to do a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well. I, I mean, mean, in they- the end, she's proven right, but still. <laughs> she just went about it in a slightly too full on way for someone who didn't have any proof. Beyond a hunch? Yeah. And I don't even know if a hunch is any level of proof. Well, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but now they have proof. What um, kind of proof do you have? A real good hunch. All right. <laughs> I'm willing to take this to court. Case closed. Case closed. Um, so, uh, of course, Luther discovers again that his, uh, all his moon efforts were completely pointless. Um, and he... So, so in the previous episode, I can't remember how he reacts to that. News. Oh, He's very Allison sad, is but he there. Has Allison, yeah, yeah. So this time Allison isn't there, uh, and he is. He starts drinking, um, and it's Klaus that comes to comfort him, um, and which, which doesn't really comfort him. Uh, more, it inspires him. He's like, yeah. "Hey, you look like you never really care about anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do what you do." So he he goes out on a bender, even though Klaus tries to stop him. He's like, "No," or we assume he's gone out on a bender. Yeah, I think he's after some some drugs. Yeah, that's what he's sort of talking like. Like he might want some of those drugs. <laughs> Take that the edge off. Um, uh, we see the scene again where Chacha takes Hazel into the woods to to uh, deal with him. Um, except this time we know that Hazel got the same memo that she did, or that you know the same opposite memo. Um, yeah. So this is the fake out in the in the last episode. We see how that goes down. The click that we hear. Well, we see that when oh, he's yeah. down um, tying his shoelaces, supposedly, he's actually going to get his gun as well. Yeah, I thought that was and then great. Sh- she has his gun drawn on him. We we see the click, and and it sort of makes it seem like maybe the click was the trigger without yeah. the bang. But uh, then today we see that it was her uncocking the gun. Yeah, kind of almost right. doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, so that was, I, I thought that was a really interesting, I really enjoyed that seeing the other, just being like, oh, I didn't, you, you know, it's all this, the, the hidden stuff you didn't realize was, uh, was going on in that scene. Um, yeah, that's the cool thing, the cool thing they were able to do. Cause it was like, you see it a lot where, uh, in a film, say they'll go through multiple angles on the same story. You see yep. that, that, that's happens pretty often. But this is a little bit different because you, you're getting that as well as um, other scenes that have been entirely changed, some yep. that have been changed subtly. It's kind of fun. I don't know if that's as uh, commonly trodden ground. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's nice that they're able to reveal new information in the same scene just by sort of just changing the perspective a bit. Um, so what else is going on here? So, so Diego, they uh, they have the, um, the file on... Um, Harold Jenkins or Leonard, and um, he goes along with Five and Allison to his house, 
uh, that's in that, they're listed in that file, uh, and they find his uh, Umbrella Academy figures, but the faces are burnt off, and he's got like posters of them, but the eyes are scratched out. It's real, uh, real classic serial killer sort of vibe there. Yeah, which they um, call out. Yeah, <laughs> this is a bit creepy. Uh, and then five collapses with a bullet wound. Yes. Okay. Now, did I miss something there, or is that meant to be no. a bit mysterious, and we'll find out about that later? I assume that's that he's just had that since he got that. That's from the firefight. Uh, oh, right. From the last episode. Yeah, okay. I and thought because he did a little jump just before that as well. I'm like, did he jump oh. off to another adventure? And it's a gunshot from that that we're going to see later. Oh, right. But That's interesting. I think interesting. what you said probably makes more sense. Yeah, I assumed it's just he just had a a wound that he was ignoring. You know, but you get the adrenaline a going. Old man, that he. <laughs> they're like, why didn't you tell us? <laughs> I don't know. It's a secret. Yeah, I was going to surprise you. Hey, <laughs> I'm dying. I think oh, he just five. didn't even realise he was shot. Okay. Um, but I guess, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll find out more about how that happened. Um, so, and then also Vanya and uh, Leonard arrive home. But they're, so, they're not in the same place, though. They arrive at uh, Leonard's grandma's house, I think it is, which is like a, an old, like a wooden cabin in the woods that they've sort of gone to. Or, you know, out in the, out, yeah. out, you know. It's on a lake, yeah, right, right in the middle, middle of nowhere the, sort of thing. Yeah. The bush. Um, and Leonard encourages Vanya to uh, to pursue her powers. Um, I was still sort of wondering here what his end game is. I'm trying to work out what exactly is his plan. He obviously has a has a vendetta against the family, um, but I'm wondering if he uh, if if Vanya is included in that, or is he going to try and um, you know have Vanya discover her powers and then turn Vanya against. Them, the other, yeah, because you know, it feels like siblings. he's working on both of those things at the same time, right? He's definitely trying to get her to explore her powers, and he's yep. definitely trying to turn her against the family as well. Yeah, so that so makes some he's, sense. It's like he's or just her him into a to weapon. be like in a duo. Maybe he just wants to be in a, you know, make his own little umbrella academy. Yeah. Um. I yeah, and then that then my mind was wondering like, oh, well, maybe she's the. Maybe she's the one that causes the apocalypse. Oh, the apocalypse. Maybe. I don't know. That's just what I was thinking. Like, maybe what we're leading to is a battle between Vanya and the other, the Umbrella Academy. Right. Maybe. Um, yeah. And, of course- uh, I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> that's great. Because um, I've got no idea. And, of course, Harold Jenkins is- If they if they kill him, that would- Stop it! Like that's why that maybe that's why they um need to right. protect. Uh, that's why the commission needs to be protecting him. Anyway, so that that's just where my mind went at that point. Um, but it goes on. So um, we we see a bit more of Hazel's conversation with Agnes. So we got a little bit of a peek at that uh, last week, more from Charchar's perspective at yes. the um, the donut shop. So yeah, see- um, he said, oh, "I'm I'm hungry. You want to eat?" and uh, Chacha says, yeah, so he drives to the donut shop. I don't mm. understand why then she took a taxi there and and busted him. That seemed yeah. weird, right? Yeah. If the reason for him going was to get them both food, why was she like, I'll see about this? I that's guess she had a hunch question. as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why she went there. 
I'm trying to think last episode if there was some, if we got some insight into that. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, she must just still be a bit suspicious or a bit not sure about killing him. That mm. It must be that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I don't know why she would be there spying on him. But yeah, um, Agnes and Hazel. So, Agnes is the donut lady. Yep. Who's probably one of the best characters in the show somehow, even though she's <laughs> such a minor character. And she's really started to influence Hazel. When Hazel and Cha-Cha are in the bush, he uh, notices a, a certain bird and he pulls out his oh, bird-watching yeah. book. And he says, you know, these two birds made for life and they just do what they want to do. He, he wants to live like the birds. <laughs> what did he say? Something like they eat when they want to eat, they sleep when they want to eat and they fuck when they want to fuck or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And then he's like, that's what I want to do. I want to be a bird. <laughs> they live in a tree. <laughs> they dream. Wings. They flap around. <laughs> I want him to go full bird man. <laughs> um. Yes, so he, wa- he wants to be free. He wants to do what he wants to do. And um, he's also falling for Agnes, the donut yeah, lady. And so, he's telling her his plan that he just wants to escape his life, run away with her, but they have to leave now or today. Yeah, like midnight. And he's clearly expecting her to be like, oh, honestly, that's a big call. But she's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I've ne- and he's like, really? I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Really, you've never been sure, more sure of anything in your life than you want to flee your life in the middle of the night tonight? With like the you've sky. never been more sure that the sky is blue? <laughs> Come on, Agnes. I'm just, no, nah, all right. A little bit of hyperbole. Good on you, Agnes. Yeah. I love that um, character trait. And they kiss. It's very romantic. It's very nice. Yeah, they twirl um, around. <laughs> it's a lovely He's lifting her see up the off shot the from ground. overhead. You see how ornate her hair do is? Does she do yeah. that every morning for the donut <laughs> shop? Or just when she knows she's gonna be shot from above? <laughs> yeah. Um and we see, of course, uh Cha Cha once again sees them uh sees them together and she is pissed off. Again, I'm not sure we talked about her motivation for that in, in the last episode. That I guess she, she feels like Hazel's been dishonest or mm. something. It's she not- does say something to him, doesn't she, when she confronts him later, which makes it a bit clearer. Um, I, I think it's just, yeah, him taking his eyes off the prize sort of thing. You're getting distracted by love or something like that? Yeah. I can't quite remember. Yeah, I guess so. I was wondering at one point whether the whole his whole speech in the woods about, you know, finding a partner and running off and, you know, doing your own thing, if she thought maybe that he was saying, you know, like, coming on to her a bit? Yeah, well, it did. I mean, that was when she um, put her weapon down. So, I th- and then I, maybe well, she's it, like, it oh, wasn't he this- wasn't talking talking about me. He was talking about, eight, like, oh, I thought maybe yeah, she right. felt a bit like, oh, it's not him. It's not me that sh- that he, he wants to, you know, he... You know, when he's talking about a, a partner or something, he's not yeah. talking about me. He's talking oh, okay. about that's Agnes. interesting. I, maybe, I but they, I don't think there's any any other evidence to back that. It's just a no, hunch. No, to me, it I just know seemed like she was hearing it when he said partner. I think she, I in my mind, she was hearing like a uh, platonic life partner, like they are. Mm. But he was meaning it as in a uh, donut love partner, <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, the lady from the donut shop. Agnes. Yeah. Agnes. Agnes. 
<laughs> it's um Seymour Skinner's mother's name is Agnes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great you. name. It's a great um, name. What going so, on there? Then uh, Klaus is, goes out hunting for Luther. Luther's gone off on a rampage. He tried to stop him, but Luther just threw him across the room. Uh, so Klaus is out with Ben, Ghost Ben, his ghost brother, and yep. they're going through all the night spots that he'd expect him to go to live his life like Klaus. And he, Klaus keeps, after every place, Klaus is ready to give up, and Ben's like, come <laughs> on. He wouldn't give up on you. you got to keep trying. Oh, all right, one more. Yep. And then they eventually hear... A woman leaving a club saying, that is the biggest, hairiest man I've ever seen. <laughs> they go, oh, yeah. I, think we've, I think we might have found him. <laughs> that sounds like him, doesn't it? And then they go in and they find that he's uh, just topless, uh, dancing in a club. Um, all his bloody ape, ape body, ape hair everywhere. Um, Having a great time. He's had a, he's had a pill. He asked Klaus, have you yeah. ever had one of these? <laughs> <laughs> and Klaus like, yeah, I think I might have. And Klaus is really struggling with the the whole club vibe, um, yeah. the music and the lights and stuff. And he has flashbacks to Vietnam, uh, to his uh, yes, his dead dead boyfriend Dave. Um, it's yeah, obviously not having a, a great time of it. No. Um, uh, also, around this time, we see Allison uh, in, a, in a parallel time. Allison and Diego and um, they're taking five back to the academy because he's been because he had that wound. And um, and Diego sees Grace uh, and is surprised to see her alive again because the uh, robot mum. Yes, the robot mum. Because uh, yeah, last episode when when he no- noticed her, um, that that time got wound back. It yeah, it's funny so that was one of the ones again. where I'm, in my mind that that happened in a a different episode, but I was like, yeah. oh, that hasn't happened yet either. Some of them are obvious obvious things that were around, but some of those little details less so. Yep. Uh, so yeah, she she takes him and she operates on five. Very handy that she was there because she's yeah. she's programmed to heal. Yes, not like a dog, like a nurse. <laughs> she's programmed to sit as well. Also, not like a dog. She does it on a chair. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, what else is news? Um, so then, um, Allison is still trying to contact Vanya. Uh, then with five out of commission, Diego and Allison uh, go to Jenkins, uh, Harold Jenkins' grandmother's house. Yes. But as they leave the academy, Diego uh, notices a couple of cars and he's like, they're here for me. Uh, and that turns out they're cop cars and they are there for him. And they're absolutely swamped. Yep. There's looks like a dozen cop cars there. Um, he tells Allison to get out of there she does and then they cuff diego the cop yeah. says and it's his mate and he's like sorry it's following orders or whatever the- yeah and it, yeah. he's got his arm in a sling diego i can't remember what for but they still take it out of the sling and cuff his hands behind his back i'm like oh <laughs> yeah, I th- I didn't- they don't even ask him is it a broken arm or something that feels a bit full on <laughs> yeah Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> um, uh, so also, so Leonard is at the is, is where they were going, the, the, the house, his grandma's house uh, with Vanya. They're um, practicing her powers. He gets a bit frustrated with her for a moment because she's not doing it. They're trying to; she's trying to make a boat move or something. And, yeah, and he occasionally she's... shows what is starting to seem like the real him, and yeah. the the act of this kind Leonard guy is just that is an act, and then the mm. real him, this um, uh, evil villain, yeah, old Jenkins pops through sometimes, and then he he sort of hides it back. He's like he's a real. Dr. Jenkins and Mr. Leonard kind of <laughs> only the other way around, isn't it? But um, um, yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, he's got a bit of a, a, a bubbling temper, I guess. Probably he does. gets it from his dad. Do we say, I mean, do we make it clear that Diego was arrested for Patch's murder? Oh, yeah, we didn't explicitly we did, say that, we? but yes, that's right. We have now. So, yeah, they're, they're down there by the boat, and, and she's like, Oh, you're so invested in this, Vanya says to Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Or Leonard, and he's like, and I think he sees that as him having to back down a bit, and yep. he goes, "Let's just go home and chill out uh, instead." And they go to a bar and have a few drinks. Um, then at the motel, Hazel gets back and he finds no cha cha. She's out. She's gone for some reason. Hmm. Um, he then is he's writing a note, which you assume is. Probably just to a goodbye note, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Then he finds the burnt um, death warrant for him that Cha-Cha burnt uh, at some point. We saw her do it in the last episode, and it obviously just happened again the same way this episode. And he realises something. I guess he realises that they've tried to eliminate them both, and in his mind he must be like, that fucking commission. (laughs) What after all we've done, they're just going to get us to wipe each other out. So, yeah, I wonder if he if he um, thinks that Cha Cha has gone AWOL. Oh no, it's not AWOL, but but she's going to kill him, or if he thinks that she got that memo at the same time that he got the other memo, and is realizing that oh, she had the chance. Right. Like, do, does he know when she got the memo, and and is he assuming that he that she's a threat, or is he assuming that she is a, a friend because she had the chance and didn't. Yeah, they and did the same thing. Well, that's interesting because that's not fully explained because what how it plays out is he hears her coming back soon after and he tapes the death warrant for Cha-Cha yep. to the bathroom wall and he hides. She comes in, gun drawn, shoots through the shower multiple times where he'd faked that he was. Yep. Then she op- when she opens up the shower curtain... It's revealed that he's just put the her death warrant up there. Very clever move from Hazel. Super because clever. that's obviously a, a very clear way to go. Well, it's <laughs> does she want to kill me or not? Yeah, and then he's straight away. He knows that she's she's not. Yeah, fucking she was going to do she, it. She was going to do it. She practically basically did. So, and he comes up behind her and pistol whips her. Yeah. Uh, and then what do we we cut to? Um, oh, Klaus. Oh, this is a great scene. I love these little arty oh, scenes they do yeah. where they just 
change up how it's shot and that sort of stuff. Back at the nightclub, Klaus is, a, is well, Luther's about to get uh, into a fight because he's dancing with someone's girlfriend or something mm. like that. Yeah, and then uh, so Klaus is coming to his to help him. He jumps on someone, and Klaus gets thrown on the concrete floor, smashes his head, and he wakes up in this other reality where everything's black and white, apart from his singlet. Yeah. Which has got like a, like a palm tree sort of beachy scene on it. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. And it shot a, a bit differently, like it's shot on funny angles and... Yeah. Uh, it's all just a little bit more surreal. And there's a little girl on a bike and it, and it becomes clear that that's whatever version of God that exists in this universe. And yep. she... She said something like, who do you think I am? He's like, I don't know. It's difficult for me. I'm agnostic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, clearly, he's yeah, he's in heaven, I guess. Yeah, um, some version of heaven. And she she says, I don't want you here. <laughs> and he's like, why not? And she says, I don't know. You just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> and he's like, but didn't you, you make me? Didn't you make everything? everything? And she said, yeah, if I made everything, I guess I made you too. I'm just playing the odds, basically. If I make a lot of people, I get to pick the best ones. It's kind of what she's saying, I think. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, and then she says, anyway, hurry up and points him into the direction of this little hut. And then he walks mm. into the hut and it's an old school barber shop. Yep. And he's wrapped up. He sits down and it becomes clear that it's old Reggie Hargraves, the eccentric billionaire himself, is going to give yes. him a shave. Yes. And they are able to... Chat it out, you know. Finally, get a he's few been, answers. At least, it, at least he's said that he's been trying to talk to his dad because his power is that he can communicate with the dead. And obviously, it would have been very handy if he was able to talk to his dad through all of this, uh, you know, last seven episodes of, of um, what they've been going through. Um, but I, I mean, a lot of that time he wasn't sober and whatever. He hasn't been tr- trying. So I, I don't know if he's genuinely really tried to to find his dad in the afterlife. Because um, he's only been proper sober twice, and one of those times uh, was taken away from the last episode. So, it's only really happened once in reality mm. now. He did, I think he says earlier in this episode, so I think, is it Luther or someone? Um, yeah, Luther's like, Get, I want to talk to him, bring him here. Oh, because yeah, that, that's where it's when Luther finds out that that his um, that uh, Reggie mail. never read his moon mail. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a bit drunk and, and wants to talk to him, and he says like, oh, he's it, um, Klaus says that he um, tried has tried to talk to him, but he doesn't want to you know doesn't want to talk to him, whatever. So I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but here, this is the moment where he finally gets to actually, I guess, talk to his dad. I'm assuming this isn't just like a fever dream, and that this is actually him. Talking to his dad in the afterlife. Yeah, I I read it that way as well. Uh, because they give us some key information. It would be a real weird move for them to make this scene with Reginald giving some information. Then we find out later, oh, that wasn't actually real. That was just a weird dream that was never explained. Yeah. Uh, what um, were the things that he told him? He, at first, he said that he, he was like, it took you long enough. You're the only one who can see dead people. Why did it take you so long? Yeah. And I think he said he tried, maybe, or something like that. Uh, his yeah. dad said that he he never lived up to his potential. He had more potential to live up to than the others or something. 
Which yeah, seemed to he said he was shock Klaus. He's like potential. Yeah, he said he was most disappointed in Klaus. <laughs> yeah, pretty, again, pretty brutal. Um, yeah, and he said he's like you. I mean, you. When I was a kid, you put me in morgues and stuff, or yeah. whatever those. Was um, it like a mausoleum? Or mausoleums, yeah. yeah. Uh, he also the big probably reveal was that he said why he died. He killed himself to bring the family together because he knew that they needed to save the world. Yeah, so somehow he knew that this apocalypse was coming. Somehow. I don't know how. I guess we still don't know what the apocalypse even is uh, at this stage. But, um, yeah, he knew it was coming and he had to get the family together and his big idea for getting the family, the, the only thing that would that would bring the family, the Umbrella Academy together, would be if he died. So I said, you couldn't have just picked up the phone? <laughs> like, always <laughs> so dramatic with you. And yeah. his dad goes, would you have answered if I called? <laughs> and Klaus are like, yeah, I guess, I guess not. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what that meant when he said, uh, when he was talking about Klaus being the greatest appointment and he was saying that he only barely scratched the surface of what his powers can do. Yeah, that's As- an interesting one, isn't it? It does uh, suggest that he's, yeah, there's there's other stuff that he can do. I mean, it's um, it's not... It's sort of consistent with what's, what we've seen in the previous episodes where broadly they've been um, kind of trying to avoid their pet. Like uh, now uh, since the Academy days, I guess, they've been just trying to live normal lives. Um, and I guess Klaus has never really leaned into his his powers, you know, enough to sort of develop them or anything. Well, yeah, he hates them. Um, I think he hates having them, doesn't he? Seems yeah. Like. And Alison has sort of ditched her powers. She hasn't used them. Um, at all, as long as we've kind of known her in the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Diego, like Luther and Diego, are, they've, they've got their powers and they just are there. Um, yeah. Or assuming that they've reached their potential with them, maybe they've got hidden ones as well. That's true. I feel like, um, I feel like Luther being on the moon, would that have would the gravity? No, that would have not helped him. It's the opposite. Do you come back like shorter if- from the moon? Maybe. Uh, it's something no, like to- that, isn't uh, it? Or oh, you come back taller. Yeah, you come back no taller, gravity. I think. Yeah, I was thinking Earth's of gravity like- gravity br- brings was, us down. I was thinking of like training with like weight bracelets and stuff, but no, it's the opposite of that. Right. You've, you've been at- you'd, you'd come back weaker, wouldn't you? Because it doesn't take so, as much yeah. muscle to- Anyway, forget that. Um <laughs> Anyway, so it's a bit of a, a bit of a trippy sort of surreal scene where Sir Reggie is shaving, you know, doing a like an old school Poorly barber shaving. shave. Jesus was making me nervous <laughs> with the yeah, cutthroat shaver, razor. especially the tense conversation. Yeah, uh, and then he's it's building up to something. He says, "I'm going to tell you something very important. Just you've got to hear this." <laughs> and at the same time, uh, Klaus, Klaus sort of fades out of heaven and back onto the floor of the nightclub. He's like, no, mm. I don't, don't send me back. I don't want to go back. He was happy to be dead by the sounds of it. Yeah. I do wonder what what uh, what it was that Sir Reggie had to say. And if Klaus was dead, what would be the point of telling him? Yeah. Oh, very um, good point. Because I guess he wouldn't have, unless unless Sir Reggie knew that he was going to end up being revived or whatever. Yeah. And but then God, he should I mean, have been God, a bit quicker with the- God anyway. said that- um, I don't want you around for long, so you better be quick. So, it was kind (laughs) of clear looking back that he was always there for a brief amount of time. Yeah. And I guess um, Reginald Hargraves, the eccentric 
billionaire and barbershop man. He obviously <laughs> he'd worded up God. I mean, he set up the appointment and everything. So yeah, I suppose so. Guess they were all in on it. Looks yeah. pretty. It was pretty vacant. Heaven, really. Mm. I guess it probably could be infinitely big. Maybe they're in lockdown. Oh, that's true. I didn't consider that. I think COVID might have made it up there. <laughs> it's everywhere. Um, so we see uh, after that we see uh, Vanya and uh, Leonard. Fuck, what's his actual name? Harold yeah, Jenkins. Jen- Harold Jenkins. Um, they they went out to have a drink somewhere in town. Uh, they've and they're, they're just leaving, and they um, come across a group of uh, ruffians, um, rapscallions. Uh, and get into a fight, which I don't know. I, I, I wonder if maybe Leonard was looking for a fight um, because uh, this this clearly is the kind of thing that would uh, uh, trigger Vanya's powers again, is, is then getting into a conflict. It would, but, I mean, he wasn't looking for it. They were sitting on his car. You know, they had to oh, get off the car. Oh, is that what was going on? I thought yeah, they were they're just like, past. hey, anyway, we want to leave. Do you mind? <laughs> Uh, right. Getting off our car. I missed that. I thought they just happened to be walking past and uh, they, they sort of picked a fight. But no, okay, yeah, okay. That, that's totally fair enough then. Um, and, and also it makes sense because Leonard is then beaten quite badly. Um, be- so bad that we soon find out. Well, at first what happens is Vanya feels helpless, then she feels angry, and then she sets off a sonic boom. Yep. And blasts everyone around her, I assume including Leonard. No, I think Leonard was okay. I think oh, he was, he was, he was just bubble. on the ground. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. in the bubble. Maybe maybe there's some system. I don't know. So, all yeah, the all thugs the, all- get smashed and they look like, one of them at least looked like he was dead. He was splattered on a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. Left left a bloody mark on a wall. Not, uh, yeah, not, not in good shape, I'd say. Um, he exploded so- on a wall, Evan. <laughs> You're calling well, like that exp- not in good shape? Well, no, you say, I, I, if, you're, if, if I'm thinking of the same thing you're thinking of, he's, like, thrown against a wall and a, yeah. a mark is left. It's not like he's, like... <laughs> no, he doesn't fully like he blows up, Something's you know what I mean? happened. He's, a big he hit the wall of blood with a lot of, comes off his back. Yeah, a lot of force is involved. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, then, uh, so she's kind of saved him, but anyway, all those guys have gone, but he's still quite badly beaten on the ground. Um it wasn't, all... This one didn't end with the big reveals that a lot of the other episodes have. No, yeah, it, this this doesn't have the whole double the double reveal that a few of them have had. Uh, I was kind of waiting for what was what was, was going to be the big thing that was going to happen. Um, it is still kind of a big big end though. So um, Hazel, because he knocked out Charcha, she she's uh, being tied up now, um, and he tells her he's he's out. He's you know he's he's quitting his quitting his gig, working for the commission, um, and he's going to go off his do his own thing. He's going to go go off with Ag- uh, Agnes, and they're going to have their own life. Uh, and Charcha is very angry about this. Um, yeah, she's like, "I'm going to come for you. I'm going to kill you. You better." I kill reckon me unreasonably I'll, I'll angry. Yeah, he's um, been I, so reasonable. Yeah, he's like. She, I guess oh. she just she feels she must just feel betrayed mm. or something. But she's um, begging him to kill her. She's like, kill me or I'll come and kill you. Yeah. It's and he, in the end, he goes, I, I'm i not killing you. Please don't kill me. And she, as he's leaving, she's yelling, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'll come for you. Yeah. That's, yep, not great. And then the very last scene is in the hospital. And we see Leonard is in a hospital bed, unconscious. 
and then he well, we see one side of his face with an eye, and then we see the other side of his face with an eye patch. And that reminded me of early on there was this whole eyeball story. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. I didn't even click on that. I was just like, I was just like, oh, an eye patch. The (laughs) next step to becoming an evil villain. Uh, Of course. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, man, of course. Yeah, he's the guy that the eye is for. Man. Oh, it's all starting to come together, Maybe it was a pretty big reveal at the end. What? That? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I yeah, I guess so. I don't know what that- was the I mean, eye was the eye ever linked to uh his real name Harold Jenkins? No, was I don't the- think I don't think we ever found out who the eye was for right. because the place was blown up. Yeah, great. Um so yeah, that's really interesting. So the eyes for him, I mean it doesn't really give us much more information because we knew that he would he was somehow involved in the yeah. end. But it means um, that yeah. Well, yeah, it's just Showing us that he is really the central figure in this. It is yeah. interesting that all of th- these things have changed, and but that scene was always going to happen where he lost his eye. So that fight scene yeah. happened last time around before Five came back to stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so the what- apocalypse has already happened at least once, and and that was when Five hadn't been able to come back then he came back to try and stop it well he's come back a couple times hasn't he so i guess in the i guess what that means is that last episode before the time before five intervened um would have ended the same way it so it means that leonard and vanya's storyline hasn't changed as a result of five coming back right yeah i think so well yeah, yeah i guess he hasn't really Five hasn't really been involved. He's been pretty disinterested in them, hasn't he? Yeah. The only thing that would have changed anything is is that they were talking about him at the start when he was still in the room. Yeah. So if if he would have changed anything, knowing that they knew that he, but even just leaving, but, he it didn't change him, and he was off on the same path from there. I guess as soon as yeah. she bent those light poles. Yeah. I guess That's interesting. That, yeah. Time travel. Um, Time travel, huh? Also, we see uh, so. Diego's in jail. Five is unconscious. He's, you know, being um, nursed by uh, his mum, Grace. Uh, Luther is, I don't know, getting laid, I guess. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Vanny's at the hospital with Leonard. And then the very last shot, Alison is driving. But I, where's, where is she going at the end? Do we, I was trying uh, to think of where, where, if, what, what Alison, where's she going? What was the last time we saw her? Was it when she was... Well, they, they, oh, because, oh, with Diego, he she, yeah. he told her to split. Yeah. Oh, so, she, maybe she's driving to the house in the woods. Is that where they oh, were going? Was that, the, yes. was the house in the woods the grandma's house? Because it yeah. sounded like it was an urban house, but he did no, say no, it was I the think, family house, didn't he? Yeah, no, that's where they were going. Was, right. Was, okay. Yeah, so, so she's she, driving by herself okay. now yeah. to a powered up Vanya. <laughs> with Harold Jenkins. Oh, that doesn't seem good. Yeah. Did I see that the next episode is called I Heard a Rumor? Oh, okay, great. I think well, so. I was just going to say, I wonder <laughs> if she hears a rumor because it feels like her powers are going to have to come out. Yeah. Yeah, the next episode is I Heard a Rumor. Cool. Okay. It's oh, exciting. Sick. I'm enjoying this. This Everything's so sort of, it's, it's, it's all coming together. Slow start to the series, but 
Yeah, I um, guess these kind of series, because so much is going on now, and there's all these payoffs are happening each episode. They have to do a bit of groundwork early. Uh, and even in that early groundwork episode, we had the famous Tiffany dance-off. Uh, yeah. Uh, the two songs, speaking of songs, the two yeah. songs from this episode were One, or One is the Loneliest Number by Three Dog Night. It's a classic 60s tune, which I yes. reckon I originally heard the John Farnham cover, which he sang on uh. some album my mum had when I was a kid. And also, right at the end, the the final um, montage scene was Exit Music for a Film by Radiohead off OK Computer. It's a good song. It's But, yeah, both songs, most episodes have had songs that I hadn't, I wasn't super familiar with. This one was just two songs I'm very familiar with, so no. Yeah, right. I um, This is an episode where the, the music didn't really jump out like it has in previous episodes, I guess because neither of them are really songs that I kind of know. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I reckon I, 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 I thought Radiohead was perfect for its, its scene. I don't remember it at all. And they match uh, it to the music when they were replaying Vanya's um, bubble explosion. They did that as the yeah. Radiohead track lifted and all that sort of stuff. And in my head, I'm like, oh, did that? So they obviously timed it to this. Where did they? Did they start the song based on this, or uh, did they cut this scene to the song? I'll, it's annoying when you and then you go, wait, I've missed something. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about this stupid editing detail. <laughs> yeah, don't think about it too much. But yeah, um, I think two two great songs in my mind. I mean, two really good songs, but yeah, also n- neither of them like normal where I go, oh, here's a cool new song I've, I haven't heard before. I didn't have that this time around. Uh, so what do we do now? We normally give it a bit of a score. I'm, I mean, they've, it's we didn't been do all that bangers. last week. Didn't we? Oh, well, last week's and this week's have been two of the best. I think the last three Basically have almost the same, been perfect. Yeah. Basically the same episode, right? I'd give Some them minor all differences. something like, you know, six and a half out of seven bananas. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, six and a half out of seven, right. Yeah, I'd go eight, maybe eight out of ten bananas. Um, Very strong. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's all It's all coming together. Very keen to see what happens in the next episode. Yes, big time. Um, you want to go through a few questions and comments from listeners? Yeah. So there's a form you can click on in the show notes, dear listeners, if you want to give us a, a question or a, any well, anything really at all. It can be ape-related or Umbrella Academy-related. If it's about a specific episode coming up or in the past, you click on the relevant one and I'll either read it out on that episode or what not. We've got a few already for episode 10, which is cool. Cool. Uh, none specifically for this episode, though, so I'll go through a few of the general ones. Uh, Krista from Southern California wants to know, or Southern Canada, Southern CA, <laughs> wants oh. to know, uh, what is Luther's superpower before he became part ape, which seems to have given him extra strength? I'm pretty sure he was, that was already his superpower was extra strength, and this has just upped it again. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you see it, Evan? Yeah, I think it was extra strength and now it's extra ape. Extra ape strength. Or just yep. extra ape. Well, I, he had the extra strength already, so this is just extra ape. Extra ape strength, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also durability, apparently, according to 
That makes sense. Wikipedia. It's typical for, for the, you know, the big heavy strength guys. Yeah, he can just cop it. He can cop big hits. Like that chandelier fell on him, which uh, would have yeah. killed any human. But yep. he's able to just shrug that off, basically. Yeah, good question. Because it, it def- definitely feels like he's got the most boring power. Even though it's a kind of, I mean, it's a cool one. Being strong and kind of indestructible, that's a pretty good superpower. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just not as wild as some of the others. Yeah. He's not not a, not a the most interesting character, really, of the lot. <laughs> no. But he's sort of, yeah, he's all, like, that's kind of what makes him interesting. He's kind of dull. <laughs> okay. I don't know. There's something about him. I like him a lot. Uh, this one comes from Davey. Chichillo Moira Abrao. What? Uh, from Minas Gerais in Brazil. Wow. I'd love Davey? a point for any of those that I got correct. <laughs> Davy Chichillo Moira Abrao from Brazil says, Hello, Matt. I love the pod. Thank you so much, Davy. Uh, last episode, you've said that it's really hard to lose pants. Yes, it is. <laughs> I found that in my life. I've got pairs of jeans that I've had for years. I can lose them if I tried. I think this was when we were talking about other ways they could have made the oh, time the travel suitcase briefcase. Yeah. Suitcase. <laughs> I suggested, why don't they make it out of pants? So they're hard to lose, <laughs> like a briefcase. And Davey says uh, he he wants to, he has a bit of doubt about the how hard it is to lose pants. He says, well, once I forgot a book at school and went to search in the lost and found, there was three pairs of pants and one shoe. <laughs> I know I, have, I, have, uh, I know it has nothing to do with monkeys or apes, but I think it's a very funny story. Davey, that is very good and a very good point. How did these school kids lose their pants? That's got to be the only thing I can think of is that, like, if you have, like, a PE class or something and right. you bring your sports pants, you bring your sports clothes, yeah. somehow you misplace those or your regular ones while you're in your sports outfit. And- or you were streaking through the quad. Oh, yeah. Well, and then had to go home in the nutty. Yeah. Uh, Davey also asks, uh, if you could give monkeys and apes any trait from any other animal, what would it be and why? Keep up the good <laughs> work. We've missed you. Oh, thanks, Davey. Evan, what do you think? Uh, if you could give monkeys and apes any trait from any other animal. Wouldn't it be interesting if they could fly? Yes, I was thinking the same thing. I just That's think the of- obvious one, isn't it? <laughs> I'm thinking of Monty Burns. <laughs> fly, flying- my pretties. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then they all just fall to the ground. All right, and I'm going to give them all giraffe-length necks. Ooh, Imagine a gorilla, okay. only its <laughs> neck was as long as a giraffe. Okay. And it and could, what- like... Because they're, they're basically vegetarians. It'd just make it easier for it to get to the leaves. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I would... I probably... I I think you stole mine and I panicked, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They're both good. And they're even if they had both, if they had both, that would be even better. Oh, flying they giraffe next fly to gorilla. even higher heights. Yeah. Yeah, because wherever they were... They'd already be higher than that because yeah. of their neck. <laughs> Nick Lean from Cornwall writes, The Umbrella Academy certainly have a mixed bag of powers, from being able to summon an interdimensional squid monster 
from your belly to being pretty okay with knives. <laughs> My question <laughs> yeah. to you both is, if you were a member of the Academy, what power would be your power? Oh, that's a good question. So what have we got? We got number one is Luther. He's a strong ape man with durability. Yep. Two is Diego. He can make knives bend. And yes. I think, I honestly think Nick's sort of underselling it a little bit there. I reckon he's <laughs> he's even better than, better than pretty, pretty okay good. with knives. He's probably yeah. <laughs> the best knife throw in the world. Probably. Uh, and then you got number three. Is that I heard a rumor? I think so. I get the numbers mixed up. And that that's a dangerous power. If you can make anyone do anything, I just feel like that would ruin my life pretty quickly. I'd become lazy. <laughs> yeah. And well, I'd, yeah, I guess had that's pretty good control. But I think maybe she lost well, control in the. Yeah, first yeah, she did, and that's how she lost her kid. Yeah. Number four uh, sees dead people. I mean, I I kind of like that idea because it means no one would ever really die, which would be pretty nice. Yeah, if you if you had full control over that that would be interesting but um clearly it's uh not, yeah, not it's so simple nightmarish as well <laughs> yeah uh then you have number five that's pretty can- cool oh, that's being able to travel through time and space yeah again he doesn't one, have it? he doesn't have the control like 100 percent control of that um if but I if could- he did it'd be pretty good if i could learn from his mistakes i would just never use it to time travel and just do the space jumps yeah. But, I mean, if I'm worried about the other one making me lazy, this is only going to be the same. <laughs> uh, then number six is... Who's number six? Was it Ben? Oh, Ben. Squid monster out of the stomach. I don't yeah. want that. I'm happy you know, so, last week, we might have been last week, you were saying, I wonder how he died. This week, we got a little bit of a clue that, that they mentioned that he died in a violent way. Right. Oh, of course. Yes. So, I, again, they haven't said what, what happened to him, but, yes, he died in some sort of violent way. His other name is The Horror. Ben, ah, six, yes. The Horror. And then sense. finally, number seven, Vanya, the white violin. She, we're still not fully sure what it is, but she has huge powers. She's yeah, just like a telekinesis yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that one would be great if you could have, Full control over it. It's the most powerful one, it seems. Yeah. Interesting that invisibility isn't one of the powers. That'd be cool to have. Maybe that's the thing that Klaus can do once he reaches full potential. Uh, 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 Flying would be cool as well. Yeah, flying's fun. Flying's great. You can get to really high What would you do with invisibility? I guess you can just hide it. You can, if you don't want to be found, you could just, you want to read a book for a bit. (laughs) Yeah, in my day-to-day in life, I, I don't think it would really make much difference. Like, um, if you're at, you're at a cinema and you're sitting next to someone who was really chatty. Yeah. You just, <laughs> you well, you could disappear. just sneak into a cinema. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, you wouldn't yeah, have to pay to go cinema. see a movie. You could do that with a space jump as well. That's true. Yeah, a few of these could be used to get into the cinema. <laughs> um, I heard a I rumor, rumor you let me yeah, into the cinema. Could, yep. Uh, hey, Luther let me into the just... cinema, otherwise I'll kill you with this <laughs> octopus in my stomach. <laughs> Hey, your dead dad said I should be allowed in the cinema. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah, he said you wet the bed. <laughs> okay, you can go in. Yeah, maybe they all can. I'm an ape man. You want to come into my cinema? Yeah. Umbrella Academy. Never never have to pay for movie tickets. <laughs> that's the big that's the big bit. So yeah, I think 
I don't know. Have we answered that question? I'm not sure we did. What would you pick? Um, I, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I think I'm going to go with the boy. Number five. Space jump. No. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. the, I think that's the most useful one. Being able All to right. just get to wherever you need I love need to be. You'd never be late for anything. Wouldn't it be sick? You could, like, in lockdown, you could you could go... I could just go to somewhere right now that was... I guess that's the... I was going to say I could go to somewhere that's not in lockdown. But that, I mean, <laughs> that's the reason for that is then I spread COVID to some new place. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be bad. That would be bad. You could be a super spreader. I don't want to be... Oh, you... <laughs> superpower super spreader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for that question, Nick. Uh, do you want to do any more? I don't know what your time time's like. Ever. We can if you like. I don't mind. It's important. I know your time is. is time's you know, lost all meaning, Matt. Okay. So Nick Mowbray writes another Nick. Another Nick. Back to back Nicks. Give it can a you rest. believe it? What are the odds of that? Is that some sort of superpower? <laughs> Nick on Nick action. <laughs> Nick two. Okay. Nick Mowbray. Oh, he's written pronunciation here. Let me. Nick Mowbray writes. If you suddenly become pregnant with a child, how much would an eccentric billionaire have to offer you to sell your child? <laughs> For new listeners, well, that's how the series began. <laughs> Nick's not just some sort of nutbag. <laughs> um, that's an interesting question. I mean, if you, you wouldn't be attached to the child at all. You would have no emotional attachment. Um, so, it, it, it'd almost be like... All, all this child has ever done is is brought you pain uh, for a brief brief amount of time. I reckon, uh, having said that, this guy, this weird, yeah, arguably eccentric old guy, wants your baby. That's a weird thing. So I'd be like, I'd, I wouldn't be letting it go cheap. I'd be I'd be negotiating. Um, okay, I thought you were <laughs> going to say. Oh, I've got to look after this kid. I can't just let him go with a no. Uh, this I, weird man. No, it's <laughs> I'll make some money out of this guy. <laughs> well, knowing what th- he does to them now, I would say I'm just keeping the kid. In the show, he buys them all, right? Gotta get that, them all. Is that, that what happens? Is that what the saying is? Gotta catch uh, them all. No, he only get. There's forty something, and he only ends up with seven of them. But. And then do, are the other one, do the other ones have powers? I don't know. I don't think that's been made clear at all. Right. I thought maybe... I think someone... I think a listener told us that in the comic books, the rest of the kids died. But I don't right. think that's happened in this season at all. I don't think that's clear at all. Because there was a part of me at the start of this episode when we were looking at Harold's um, uh, backstory... And he says he was born on the same day as the others. I was like, oh, maybe he does have yeah. powers like the others. Maybe he's like a super villain. Um, but he he was a regular birth. He wasn't his his mother. He was, uh, more, was even pregnant. more extraordinary or yeah, ordinary yeah. than Vanya. Yeah. So um, so what? You just got to name nothing. a price here, please. Oh, all right. Uh, look, I uh, I would say a hundred thousand dollars, but I'm willing to negotiate. But that's just wow, my starting yeah. I mean, early on, you're not good at negotiating. Because <laughs> I mean, that means miss- <laughs> you've already said you're happy to settle for less than that. I know. Make me Can an offer. Can you let me bad, talk to him? 
<laughs> I'll take a small fee. But nah, they're not getting they're not gonna get my they're not gonna get my superpower no? kids. I'll make money out of them myself. Oh, that's a good point. I mean if I knew that it was gonna have superpowers. Oh, you wouldn't. You'd have no idea. Yeah. That's true. But if you I- did if if I knew that it was gonna have superpowers, maybe I'd hold on to it. Yeah, it's tricky because we don't know, we don't know that Hargraves is a bad dad. Not yet, no. And we also don't know they have superpowers. So with that, I don't. Yeah, and even though we don't know. know what we don't know what the power would be, could mm. be a really bad power. It's a real it's lucky hard to scenario, isn't it? I guess either way, you're going to get into the cinemas for free. Yeah, some, so that means something. Yeah. <laughs> Can five time jump with someone else if he's holding their hand or something? Can he drag uh, people through? Question. He he can take objects through with him because he had the suitcase, but I don't... Uh, does he have the suitcase? I haven't seen him with the suitcase this episode. I thought yeah. he took one with him. No, yeah. Yeah, I thought that's, that was the point. He was stealing one, so he had the only one. But Maybe also- he stole one so that he could get back home and then... Oh, but he should still have it. If you time jump with a suitcase, you still have it. Yeah. As far as we've seen Because he show. didn't have his girlfriend, the mannequin. He time jumped with it. Or her. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. We, so, we haven't seen a time jump with another person, but definitely with objects. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, that answers your question, Nick. Evan has a price. It's less than 100000 I have <laughs> no price. I'm, I cannot be bought. Uh, maybe one last one here from Sam in Brighton in the United Kingdom, which is where Nick Cave lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's my Brighton fact. Um <laughs> I've I've been there. I walked up the pier. You been to Brighton, Ev? In the UK, no. no. I've been to Brighton in the southeastern yeah, suburbs of Victoria. Yeah. Okay, that's good enough. They would have named it. Definitely named it after the English Brighton. You'd think another beachside. Yeah. Do they have any town. similarities? You've been to both. Uh, beach. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're very different. One is, yeah. I, they're very different. I was going to okay. say one is sunny and one isn't, but that was because it was sunny, sunny yeah. the day I went to the British. <laughs> they probably have sunny days there too. Uh, so, Sam writes, hi, monkey boys. Hey. <laughs> uh, just wanted to let you know how great it is to have primates back. I'm really oh. enjoying your recaps of Umbrella Academy, especially when Matt gets confused about whether he's the on-screen characters <laughs> or... Are in the bath. Whether he or the on-screen characters are in the bath. <laughs> I, this is the first one I've watched on dry land. Oh, wow. And it wasn't as good for that reason. <laughs> the watching experience wasn't as good. I'll definitely make sure the next one I'm back in the bath. Uh, anyway, my girlfriend stopped watching Umbrella Academy after the first episode and hasn't been super keen to carry on. As a fellow Primates listener, I'm sure she would value your recommendation. So my question is... How would you convince someone that Umbrella Academy was worth watching? Slash, would you recommend it at all? And if you want the challenge, try doing it in 10 words or less. <laughs> well, I think one point is, this doesn't count in the word total, okay? Okay. But one point is that Evan felt similarly after one episode. He wasn't hooked in and he fell off it first time around. And now that he's had to s- stick at it due to a con- <laughs> contract, contractual <laughs> obligation of this podcast... He's loving it now. So yes, I, think- I would. I would simply say it gets better. That's my yeah. recommendation. Um, I think I watched maybe four episodes and I was like, eh. But right. then it, maybe it was at five that things really started to 
kick off for me. I I do wonder about. I I understand why they do it, but I I always wonder about shows that start slow. And I uh, just because I'm like, what? How do you how do you get away? I I guess coming from like Australian television is really competitive. You know, someone who who works a bit in in TV and I always wanted to have a TV show. It's always seemed to be like you know, an impossible dream and really competitive thing to have a TV show, right? So, how do you get away with making a show that's hard to get into? Just yeah. seems like a- what, You're just making it hard, like, you know? It's like a- I, th- oh. I think Netflix, because it's- they, they, Their business is all binging, so- Yeah, it's definitely people different. People binge through it, and then word of mouth goes from there. They go, oh, you got to watch this series. And then people are watching it, starting it, knowing- it obviously gets better. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it works like that. Whereas on Australian TV, they'll give some new show big shot, first episode. Yeah. Not and enough if it- people watch it and then that halves or whatever the- uh, the numbers next week. And yeah, like, if it's not good, dead. if it's not good the first week, then people aren't going to stick around for the second week. And if it if it's a show that starts slow and gets better, then it's yeah, it's a, it's a real uphill battle. I don't know how how shows can get away with that, but it, you know, it's different for different shows and different networks and stuff. But it, yeah, um, but no, it definitely does get better. I'm glad I'm watching it and I'm keen, really keen to watch the rest and um, to get get stuck into season two when we finish it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that as well. I did watch the first two episodes of season two already and I've already forgotten them again <laughs> before we started doing this. So, I'm looking forward to watching it. I just remember it was it was cool colours and it looked great and it was like, yeah. It was just- I wonder, I'm wondering because Beck was here before. She's watched the whole first season. She just uh, walked past as I was watching today's episode um, and I'm like, oh, do you remember any of this? And she's like, no. I wonder if this is a more forgettable show than other shows because it is quite complicated. It does a lot of jumping around between characters, between different storylines and even doing time jumps and that sort of thing. It's, I, I just wonder if it is if it is kind of harder to follow and harder to sort of remember the storyline than other shows. Yeah, I think, think that's, I think that's probably makes sense. I'm also just finding it harder to retain information about anything. I, if I ever watch a, a <laughs> yeah. movie that I love, like there's some of my favourite movies, I'm like, I've, I kind of remember it and I'll watch it again after years and I'll be like, some of this is ringing a bell. <laughs> I think it's just, it's bad. I don't know if me and Beck both just have bad memories now. I Remember, I remember. <laughs> whatever the rest of that Whatever the is. rest of it is. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I remember I, the remembering bit. <laughs> the remembering bit I got down. <laughs> Here's one last one. This is from Tommy Powell in Kerry in Ireland. County Kerry. I believe some of my ancestors are from there. Huh. <laughs> I, I know Irish people just uh, find that so tedious because Irish people, uh, apparently they get it a lot. Oh, I've got right. some Irish blood in me. Cool. Right, right. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, anyway. Yeah, Kerry, County Kerry. That's where my one quarter of my, or maybe, yeah, one of my mum's parents' families from there. Anyway. County Kerry. Uh, Tommy writes, I was going to go back and rewatch season one, but listening to you and Evan recap, it is more enjoyable. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> P.S. I just finished watching, rewatching all of the Toy Story movies, and Andy is the best primate. 
Wow. Ah, wow. Finally, someone's wow. on my Holy side. Holy shit. Tommy. <laughs> well, I, I have not watched them all recently, so I'll have to take your word for it, Tommy. You got to rewatch. Um, yeah, for those uh, new listeners might not know that Andy is your favorite human and favorite primate. Yeah. Andy from Toy Story. I Which think this, um... most people agree is ridiculous, but not Tommy Fowl <laughs> from County Kerry. Is on my side. I think this is this is that's the ideal way to be consuming this podcast is people who have watched the first season, like when it first came out, and want to watch season two, and and are using this as a way to recap for season yep. two. That's our, our core audience. It's a bit yeah, of a niche. I think, I think that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. Uh, or people who can't be fucked watching the first season at all and just want to watch second season. Or people who just like going to sleep hearing a couple of idiots talk about something <laughs> tedious. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, sure there's a market for all of these. The only problem with people trying to fall asleep to this show is it finishes with such a banger of a theme tune, which you created, <laughs> Evan. Yeah. It's my, uh, my life's work. <laughs> it's creating that theme song. I don't think tune. I'll ever top it. Uh, where can people find you if they want more Evan Munro-Smith in their lives? Uh, well, at the moment, uh, mostly on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash stupidoldevan. Um, on uh, Saturdays, 11 a.m. Melbourne time, I'm uh, just doing a bit of a re- recap of the, the week in, in uh, tech and gaming news and uh, just a pretty pretty casual chat sort of a situation. Uh, and then I do a bit of gaming as well. I've been playing... Homefront: The Revolution recently. Um, what else? Played a bit of uh, Burnout the other day. Burnout Revenge. Um, yeah, just just a bit of gaming stuff on Twitch. You can also find me on um, on YouTube on Gamey Gamey Game. Although we're on hiatus due to all the COVID stuff. But if you hiatus. want to go back through that hiatus, 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 right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I People keep asking me when that show is going to come back, and I just, I just don't know. <laughs> keep looking at the restrictions, and we're like, couldn't possibly do anything before November because we're locked out of the studio, basically. But yeah, um, same for the do go on live streams. Yeah, we'll probably it's, both be coming back around around the same time, maybe. Yeah, we might try. It's but the other thing is like November because of the restrictions being lifted, it's going to be a really busy time. So I'm like, maybe right. we do like a. Might, rather than like bring the show back and then just stopping it at Christmas, maybe we do like a, a couple of bumper episodes or something like that and then um, start again in January or something when we're a bit more into, you know, into stuff. But We're also going to do a stupid old studios, some sort of a Christmas special, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're working out what that is. That That's, uh, that's going to be fun. And that'll like, we'll be out a bit before Christmas, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I love Christmas time. Yeah. Great time of year. Remember, that- remember the 25th of December. <laughs> it sounds like the, the goal of the government here in Victoria is uh, basically to get us back on track for a relatively normal Christmas, going through the hard lockdown now so that, um, you know, we can all visit our families and, you know, go to the shops and, yeah, be back on track for Christmas, which I think that is a noble sense. goal. Yeah. Yeah. Looking I would like to that. that to happen. I yeah. think they're probably also trying to save some lives in the meantime, but <laughs> well, yeah, who knows it. what these wacky politicians get up to. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess that brings us to the end of this week's episode. We might have another one coming out later in the week. I'm not sure. But either way, next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about 
episode eight of season one, I Heard a Rumor. And thank you so much for joining us as always, Evan. And as we always say no here worries. on Primates Podcast. If you use your kids to get your beer, you might get hammered. <laughs> Podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.